I'm in carnation where them cardinals at With them cardinals on their glove and the cardinal hat I'm in the cardinal sports zone spitting cardinal raps Say it C-A-R-D-S, let's go Play a cardinal game, get a cardinal start Play a cardinal strong Welcome back to the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast Brought to you by the Jamal Brown Foundation And coming to you live from the Custom Multicade Studios Welcome back, welcome back I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman, sitting here with my co-host for the day, Sean Barber. How's it going? Uh, unmute your mic. Turn it on. <laughs> it's the on button, Sean. You know he has problems there turning we go. things How's on. How's it going? <laughs> Joey. Y'all some, threw that up. I, it was. That was <laughs> ooh. Some things. That was some, oh, man, some like, y'all, can't, y'all can't expect me to pass that <laughs> no, one. No, I don't. I don't. Actually, you get bonus points for that one. Uh, Sam Bazin? What up? The always on Joe Wallman. Giggity. <laughs> and the six star blue chipper. There's got to be something better. We got to say something other than blue because that's total contradiction to what this show is all about. But anyway, the the PA announcer, Dalton Pence. What's going on, everyone? And we'll talk, you know, Dalton had a pretty good opportunity this week to, uh, to do a little something, something. We'll get to it later on in the show. But once again, very, very proud of him. Uh, you know, we had a uh, – we'll jump right into it. Not not a very good week results-wise for all, all across the University of Louisville landscape, but we'll, we'll hop into men's basketball first. Uh, we found out that the, the Wednesday game versus Virginia Tech was canceled due to COVID uh, tests or contact tra- – or whatever you want to say in their program. Uh, we found out that more than likely Malik is out for the rest of the season again. Uh, we – did get some clarity on Aiden's uh, Aiden Agahan's health and things that have gone on uh, this this season with him, and, and we'll uh, we'll let Sean elaborate on that in a second. And then we had a really uh, it, it's the it score ended up we lost by ten yesterday to Virginia. It felt like to me that it was closer than that, and I don't know if everybody feels that way, but to me. I, d- I never felt like this game was really out of reach. I feel like we, they, they, ca- the different gesture was they capitalized on opportunities and we did not capitalize on opportunities. We forced them to miss shots and then we came down and missed shots. They forced us to miss shots and then they came down and knocked down some shots. Everyone. So, uh, Sean, first off, real quick before we go into the review of the game. So, we found out from Dino Gaudio this week on the radio. Uh, that now we've we've known behind the scenes we've known we didn't know all of it we knew some of it and thankfully uh, they I don't know if this is the the facts but as far as what they put out publicly on Thursday I believe it was uh, they feel like his his heart condition is better uh, it's a better diagnosis than what we had heard behind the scenes uh, so it could just be coach speak. It, we don't know at this point. At this point, uh, go ahead and tell them what all they said that Aiden's been battling since the beginning of the season. Well, he, he had COVID, and then they uh, he had some heart issues they had to check out. I don't they didn't really specify that was because of the COVID or not, but, um, but uh, apparently that's not as bad as they thought. However, he also had some kind of, I believe it was a lower leg or groin injury. Yeah. Uh, and then he had mono. He's right now. He actually has mono. 
And just for those that not, that's the kissing disease, Sean. So you don't have anything to worry about as far as getting that. I've had mono and the COVID. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but no, thankfully our guy Aiden is is better than we thought he was. We were really worried about him. And, uh, again, we had heard from a very, I mean, from somebody who has never, who is 10 out of 10 as far as their information is concerned with me, um, that this was much worse and that this was going to be a situation to where he may even have to pull a Clarence Holloway and retire from basketball. So hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they've caught it early enough that they can, uh, you know, battle uh, battle against it and, and he won't have to quit playing basketball. Just want him to have a, a, a long, healthy life. That's really what it boils down to. Uh, Sam, so yesterday – so the game yesterday – so I, I share my thoughts. I'm sorry. I, I'm a little. Mine's in a thousand places right now, so I apologize. But what did you? What were your thoughts on the game yesterday? This is for me. Whatever reason it is, the, I, I get the same feeling about playing Virginia as I do Florida State. Um, I thought that we had our chances coming in, although bleak. Uh, we played okay. And I saw some things that uh, that I was impressed with, but then again, Virginia's defense is so so tough to score against. And p- I see people talking about this is in this is one of Tony Bennett's worst teams or whatever. I, I don't I don't care what they do on offense. <laughs> if you can't score against them, uh, you're not gonna beat them. Facts. So um, I, I was frustrated by all of our offensive sets that were just ball dominated. Um, to beat Virginia, you have to have great, move, great purposeful movement off the ball uh, because they, they'll smother you anything on ball. But um, I, I, st- I stopped thinking we had a chance to win around the time. I think we were down by five. The 19-minute mark in the first half? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, we were talking about it earlier. I, I think we were down by five, and and then um, Jalen Withers fouled the uh, Wilmington side on the three pointer, and he hit three free throws. That for me, that was the ball game right there for me because a five point lead against Virginia, it might as well be a ten point lead for Virginia. By the way, they play defense, and so uh, I look for Louisville to go ahead and try to put this game behind them and make the adjustments that they need to make to go ahead and. Uh, Make some noise in this ACC tournament. Dalton, one thing we saw yesterday, which is not something that has happened a lot, it has happened a couple of games, and Louisville has lost those games, uh, was the struggle of Carly Jones to get anything to uh, to make anything happen yesterday. And when, when a guy gives you his all, plays 40 minutes a game, hits everything he throws up normally, it's for, for everybody else in the fan base, it's like, he staggered against these teams. And, and uh, the guy, guy, as far as I'm concerned, I think we all have an off day in life, at work, et cetera. Uh, but apparently Carleek's not allowed to have it. But w- what do you think was the reason why he kind of struggled yesterday? Yeah, you, you can't have a, a, a bad game in um, in your career. It, it You know, every fan base is a part, especially the Louisville fan base is um, – what have you done for me now, or what are you doing for me now? You know, it, you know, it seems like we remember all of the bad stuff, but um, 
it's very short-term memory when we talk about the good stuff. Um, I think he struggled yesterday really just trying to find his rhythm. And then, you know, unfortunately that happens for a ball-dominant guard. Uh, fortunately, we had some other guys step up in that in that realm. But, um, you know, trying to take it to the rim, it seemed like he was um, trying to force it. And when you try to force your shot, it seems like more often than not it, it continues to not fall. Um, just a just a woeful day from the field for him. I felt like, um, you know, the good thing about Carly Jones is when he is struggling scoring-wise, he still affects the games in other ways, such as just being a, a leadership presence, another ball handler on the court, and a solid defender. But, um, you know, it just, you know, credit to Virginia. They do what they do, and it seems like, um, you know, Tony Bennett just owns the cards, and that, that's not necessarily too, you know, something to be ashamed about too much because, you know, what Virginia has been able to do the past five years is uh, pretty remarkable. And here's what I'll say to that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think it's just that Tony Bennett owns the cards. They won the ACC regular cha season championship yesterday with the win. I think – and I, I don't know anybody here that would argue this fact. That this is – but it is arguably his worst team he's had at Virginia in probably about ten seasons, if not more – and he still is able to pull off the ACC regular season championship. So kudos to him. He's a great coach. All that other rah-rah crap. And, uh, man, hopefully we get another shot at him because I really don't think that they're that much better than us. They're not. Um, and and we just got to get some – I mean, we've talked about it the whole – well, it's it's been an abbreviated season. We've talked about it the whole time. The problem's been we've not been able to be consistent just yet. Um uh, and it's, it's, I feel like if we if that were if we were to gel and the consistency was to appear that we would be in a pretty good we'd be a pretty good team we'd be you know we'd be in Indiana well I mean the whole tournament's in yeah. Indiana but we'd be there at the end at the Final Four uh, I'm just not sure that can happen without Malik I'm not sure it can happen as uh, inconsistent as we are but I, I still love seeing players like Dre Davis take shots that most freshmen wouldn't take. I love seeing Jalen Withers. He, he is a work in progress. He's so, He's got such upside. He, his talent is so raw. Once he can put that all together, that kid's going to be shooting up the draft list. I mean, I, I feel like he is a future – I don't know how y'all feel. I feel like Jalen Withers is a future NBA draft pick. Uh, how high, I'm not really sure, but – no, we'll just see how the season goes, Sean. We uh, they they have they announced yet who who we get? They de they announced the tournament bracket last night. We posted that bracket this morning on CardinalSportsZone.com, and uh, so if you if you'll let everybody know kind of where who we're waiting to play, and, and what the as it stands now, because another thing, if Virginia Tech is ruled out of the if they take themselves out of the tournament due to COVID, we move up an entire seed line. And our quarterfinal game becomes exponential. We, we beat the team that uh, would be our one seed, so to speak, in our bracket by a lot, right? We beat Georgia Tech by a lot. Uh, by about, what was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We beat them by like 15, maybe? I thought so. I it thought we beat them yeah. by double digits. I thought we yeah. beat them by a good amount. So uh, just let everybody know what that's looking like right now, the tournament bracket. Well, right now, where Louisville's going to end up playing is they're going to end up playing Wednesday. Uh, it depends. Are you gonna Are you gonna face Boston College or Duke? Um, so, preferably, I'd probably want to face Boston College. 
yeah. because I would rather not face Duke in the ACC tournament in Greensboro. It's yeah, <laughs> as with most teams. Yeah, so that is where we're looking at. It's at six thirty. Uh, that'll be the uh, start time because the they're going to be. Look, that's the only way they're going to get in. Only mm-hmm. way. Only way. So they're coming with everything. I would expect <laughs> to see a very angry, hungry Duke team. And now, and now they're going to have the matchup again with Matthew Hurt. And now we don't have Malik. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, well, uh, David Johnson, David Johnson yeah, usually guards. I honestly think, um, you know, when I watched that Duke game, um, I was more comfortable with Malik not on the court because usually when Malik was on the court, Withers was on the court by default as well. And, um, you know, with two bigs, you know, you really can't resort to having David Johnson play Matthew Hurt just because then there's a mismatch with um, either Williams or Withers guarding a um, a wing or a guard, and that's uh, b- a bigger mismatch than uh, Hurt on Withers. But, um, yeah, I think that um, we we play well when we have Withers as kind of a small ball five, just considering the fact that Duke really runs Matthew Hurt at the five. You know, that you know Mark Williams, I know they're trying to incorporate into the offense, but really he's just not there yet. So they play a lot of three, even four guard lineups that we we sh- we, we kind of struggled with early on, and that's why Hurt really went out to a, a quick start because, I mean, I just don't think Withers is, is disciplined enough on the defensive end to guard Matthew Hurt, and we see that. So I think David has to be the option right away. Go Eagles. Yeah, go Eagles. Assuming, oh, I, honestly, I'm I'm not cheering for Virginia Tech to be out because uh, you know you know it's bigger than basketball, you know, with COVID and stuff like that. But it wouldn't be the worst thing for the Cards. In fact, it would definitely be um, very advantageous right. if the Hokies didn't make it. Sam, so Malik Williams returned for the first time in uh, grand opening, grand closing type situation. Um, do you feel like? Do you feel like? Malik came back too soon because I feel like he played how many games? Two games, North Carolina. I think it was three. Three. Right? Three. North. Who did he? He played uh, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and then Duke. Okay, so to me, he never looked like he was fully okay out there on the. And then the uh, Duke, the Duke game when he went out in, he was on the floor three or four times during the game. When you'd look down and be like looking for somebody to rebound the ball, Malik was on the floor. Do you, Do you think they brought him back too soon? Uh, what what are your thoughts on the whole situation with him? See, I can't give an opinion on that uh, because to say that they brought him back too soon, it would it would mean that he was still hurt. Home run, lead off home run. Is that Luke Brown for the Cards? Is that no, Cooper that Bowman? was Is that Bowman? I think Bowman. 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 Yeah, yeah, Bowman. Bowman. Oh, they put good stuff from the lead off hitter. But so uh, can can I touch a little bit? I wanted to. You can touch on whatever in. you want. Okay. No. Uh, Bromo. Sean's asked that a lot of times. I wanted to talk a little bit about that Virginia game and why and why I think that we struggle against Virginia so much. Everybody talks about the defense and stuff like that. But if you look back at um, how we've played Virginia since joining the ACC, very rarely do they beat us by much. And I, I think that that's a testament not only that uh, washing paint dry offense that they play right. with. But um, I think that, you know, Louisville is able to keep it competitive. But one, the reason why I think that – Louisville has only beaten the Cavaliers twice since joining the ACC is just you, you can't go through mental lapses. I feel like that's kind of the uh, the um, 
you know, the story of our lives, so to speak, this season is just the mental lapses. You know, we'll we'll play a very good half of basketball, but we'll have a four to five minute stretch to where we forget to forget how to put it in the hoop and um, turn the ball over ra- lazily and make some uh, tough fouls. And I feel like you know when we went down by three, you know Withers had that um, fouled Walden Tensei on the three. He went one for four from the free throw line. Uh, we had a couple turnovers, and then the lead was back out at eleven. So I mean, it's not like we couldn't hang with the Virginia team that just kind of goes to show you and it's really a testament to how well coached Virginia is just the fact that they they are in go mode from the opening tip to the final whistle and I think that 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 has to eventually be the goal for the cards because there is a lot of talent on this team but you have to be able to put it together absolutely uh back to Malik real quick Sam and, and what what you were what you were saying so you don't feel comfortable saying whether or not he came back too yeah, soon because it to say he came back too soon would mean they put him out there while he was still hurt, and I don't. Th- well, I don't. To thi- be fair, to be fair to everybody, and this is just gimpy. my this is just my opinion. He looked gimpy versus North Carolina. He didn't. He, it's not like he came back out immediately. It was like jumping jacks gotta, and stuff. But, but you got to also realize too, this is the same foot he's hurt multiple times. That's true, and he's been out a whole year, so it's different. He he's still trying to get. I mean, he can play well in practice, and he can look great in practice. But the minute you you go out there and it's an actual game, you 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 it's mental right now. Like I gotta, it's like um, uh, it's like in football, when you get hurt in football, when you, your first game coming back, you kind of hesitant. But the minute you get that first hit, that first tackle, and you get up, and you be like, okay, you know what? I'm good. I can still do this, and and that's what it took. Mm-hmm. It it took. It takes that for for uh, for you to get over the mental aspect of being hurt for so long. So even when he came back, he looked okay, but he was getting as if you realize he was getting better as the games went on. Except for whatever reason, he didn't look too good in that that Duke game. I don't yeah. know what it was. Um, he might have he might have hurt it again early in the Duke game and and tried to play through it or, or for whatever reason. But he just didn't look like he was progressing like he did before. In er, uh, in the Duke game, so I don't think um, they brought him back too early. Um, I just, it's, I just really, really, really don't think they did. That's fair enough. Uh, the Cards' next game, uh, the the men's team that is March the tenth. Is that Wednesday? Yes, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six thirty p.m. on the ACC Network. Uh, opponent to be determined. That is between Duke and, and Boston College. And Boston. Co- Boston collage, as I like to call them. I've never called them that in my life. Um, so we'll we'll all be watching. We'll be cheering them on. And all I'm gonna say before we'll be watching. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll be watching. All I'm gonna say is we get we the timetable is if we are in the final four, we get Malik back. That's the earliest we get him back is the final four. So and I'm not saying we make the final four, but that would be the last. The last time that we won the championship, we had a key injury that our team rallied around. And he didn't come back for the Final Four, though. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, no. This team also didn't have Russ Smith and Peyton Siva on Look, I'm right. trying to sp- It's been a bad week for Louisville Gorgie Sports. Jane, I'm trying to spin it. Harrell, you know. I'm trying to spin it positively. Luke Hancock. It's been a rough, rough week. O-Red wasn't on this team. In Cardinal Athletics. So, I'm trying to make uh, – you know, I'm trying to make a little bright side out of the situation. Uh, Sam, why don't you go ahead? Because earlier today, about an hour ago, the uh, 
or maybe longer. The 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 women's game wrapped up. They were in the ACC title game against one of the teams. Uh, they had two losses this year going into today, and one of them came to the Wolfpack of NC State. Uh, they got they had an opportunity to avenge that loss today, and and it didn't quite make that. It was it was also a close game though. They had a chance to win the game. Dana Evans shot the ball up with like .5 left on the clock from three. And missed it. That's the kind of shot, though. When she shot that shot, I was like, it's going in. But it didn't. That's kind of like Carleek is. She's like the, the – well, he's like the male version of Dana Evans. So, well, tell us a little bit more about the game. Well, I'm glad you have more confidence. Cause the, the, the way she let it go, yeah, I she, did, she, didn't get, she didn't get what she needed. Well, no, I didn't say it was a pretty shot. Just players like her and like Carleek, right. when they shoot the sh- – when the don't ball matter. Was, when the ball was in the air going to her, I was like, yes. She has the space, but the closeout I want to say was Quatrilla Boyd was was so right on time that she didn't get to put that extra flick of the wrist into mm-hmm. it, and you could see it when she as the follow through. Right, it looked short, like yeah, almost it, from the get go, and and it was it was on line, but it was just short. So, um, but yeah, um, it was it was a heartbreaking and disappointing loss. Like Jeff Wall said, it it sucked. And and it did because they they had an eight point lead early in the fourth quarter, and they just couldn't keep it. Extend it. Um, and th- credit to the cards, they did a great job on the offensive. I mean, crashing the boards and things like that, the entire game until the fourth quarter. Um, NC State had I think four offensive rebounds in the last three and a half four minutes of the quarter. Yeah. And each and every time it was Kaneem. And I, and I, the women's officiation is just, women's officiating is horrible. Easy for you to say. So, it's, it's no way that every time she got the ball on the block and she went up for a layup, there's no way she got fouled. No way. And then on the other end, you have Dana Evans just driving to the lane, getting hit time before she gets in, uh, before she starts to drive, while she's driving, and while she's in her motion, she's getting hit and ends up on the deck every single time. No foul call. She was frustrated about it. Coach yeah. Walsh was frustrated about it. But at the end of the day, Louisville had their chances to win. Um, they didn't capitalize on it. But they'll be better for it. And and I I, I couldn't help but notice that Elizabeth Balagoon wasn't, wasn't on the floor at all the second half. And that worries me because... Early in the season, when I did my player spotlights, everyone raved about Haley Van Liff, Olivia Cocker, and Kiana Smith. My go-to player was Elizabeth Balagoon. She had to be the Robin to Dana Evans' Batman if Lua was going to win. Is if Lua was going to win the ACC tournament and the NCAA championship, she needs to step up and she needs to be that second scorer because she brings a whole lot more on both ends of the floor than anyone else on this Louisville team. So we got selection Monday coming up a week from tomorrow, correct? Yes. Um, so our podcast next week may be a little bit delayed for that purpose. We'll we'll find out where the men are playing, have a full breakdown for you all, find out where the women are playing. We'll just have to squeeze it in. We normally don't record on Tuesday. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. We won't leave you all high and dry for sure. But uh, where, where, with the loss today, only three losses overall, and we had played uh, – considerable amount of our games this year i feel like the our women's team almost plays played twice as many games as our men's team did 
But uh, where where are you seeing us I, I in the uh, seed uh, line wise for the NCAA tournament? A win today would have put them at two, but they're de- they're they're the number one three seed. Okay. And that's a scary team. That's a scary nine seed, basically ninth ninth team to play. I know what you meant. Yeah. Um, but I was uh, gonna say a three seed is a scary nine seed. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, they're three seed. They're locked. I think they're the number one three seed. Like I said, an, a win today would have give them a, a push for a, a number two seed. But I I think they lost twice to NC State, which I think is a two seed. And depending on what happens with the game. In the in the uh, SEC, Georgia and South Carolina. I think if Georgia beats South Carolina, I think NC State has a really really good chance to be a, a one seed. I think the third number third number one seed. So, but you, you got to think about them beating us twice. That gives them a uh, especially them being two out of our only three losses of the year. Uh, who was the third loss to Florida State? Florida State. Florida State that's right. Um, that's got to be a resume booster for them for sure. They can Most s- definitely. They're the only team that can say that they beat two number one teams on the road. Yeah, I was, I was and, just uh, about to say that. And so. I think the time when they beat South Carolina, I want to say it was without Kaneem. I'm not sure. But, uh, I, I would I like to say right. just like go go on, right. go on a limb here and say that they probably are the fourth one seed. It, 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 I haven't seen anything else from anybody else in the country. NC State? That, yeah, okay, I, I think okay. that the four. I mean, they're going to fall somewhere between fourth overall and sixth overall. I think. Right. I would give them the fourth, not just because they beat us, but they, uh, you know, they beat us twice, and nobody's been able to do that in a long time. And it, that that's just where I they earned it. They won the ACC tournament. I feel like that that entitles them to a uh, to a one seed. So we'll see how that goes. We don't know. So as of now, we don't know when their next game is. Selection Monday will occur in one week. Uh, we'll have that information, and Sam will have a full breakdown for you uh, when we record the next podcast. Also, get on the website. He has a great interview that the athletic department just loved with my uh, with Mikasa Robinson. Um, check it out. They had a lot of fun, but you know he a lot of great insight came out of that. So check it out again. That's CardinalSportsZone.com. Uh, the place it all began. Real quick before we get to the 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 back end of the show, uh, which I know there are yeah, fans. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say we have fans at the back end. I like the front so, end too. Sit, gosh dang it! Sitting here at the table, let's sh- give a sh- quick shout out to all of our sponsors. Shack in the back barbecue. That's three six three three BBQ. Uh, our guy Chris Williams runs that. A ma- one of the greatest greatest people I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, great food, great prices. I don't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any of his. Uh, Higgy's got the the ads for this week, and he's not here today. But we'll get those to you as well. We'll make sure we get those to you next week. Fitness Market, Chris and Sarah, five zero two eight eight two two six nine four. They can fulfill all your fitness needs: uh, treadmills, ellipticals, barbells, weight sets, uh, rack, weight racks. I mean, any of the any anything you need fitness wise. They've even got bikes. They'll they'll take care of you. Linda and Chris stored out at Custom Multicades. It's 502-819-5802. They custom make any arcade machine, any wrap, any lo- logos, decals. They could even put a, a picture of Sean's uh, hairdo on the side and it'd be sure to scare many children and, and, and females away from the, the basement. You but look like the, the females made it to the basement. Not, not by their own choice. <laughs> not saying he's 
like tied one up down here, but uh, you never. No, I'm just kidding. Unishoner. Unishon. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, four pegs. Uh, that that I said Shaq, Shaq in the back. I gave the wrong number again. I, I'm just the worst. Four pegs is Chris. Six three four fourteen forty seven. Uh, Shack in the Back Barbecue, 3633 BBQ. Both great places, ran by great people. Um, but give them a call. Give them your business. They have great food. This is what happens when the editor doesn't have an editor. Plus, I've had a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, we won't get into that on the podcast. But uh, please support our fine sponsors. They, they provide the show. They allow us to be able to get on the air and talk to you. Uh, so pay them back a little bit. So let's go into the rapid fire segment. Uh, this is what we were talking about earlier. We are officially 0-1 when a member of CSZ is the PA announcer for Louisville baseball. Dalton, uh, that no pun intended, came out of left field for the rest of CSZ. We had no idea that you were going to do it. When did you find out about that, and how was that experience? It uh, found out. Uh, so I was. I actually did lacrosse as well the day before. Okay. So. Um, I did lacrosse on Monday, but, but Sunday night as I was kind of doing research for that, um, I got a text from one of the um, people up there and uh, asking if I wanted to do baseball Tuesday. So made some stuff work. Um, I cleared it with work before I kind of uh, put it out there just so I you know, didn't get any hopes up, or at least my hopes up. So that's why it was kind of a delay to come out. And, um, it, I mean, it was great. It was everything that really I hoped it had been. You know, I um, – you know, since I was younger, you know, went to Jim Patterson, watched all the greats, Corey Ray, um, Brendan McKay, all those guys, um, Jeff Gardner going since down the line. This dude. Since, he, since, since I was, was young, younger. and I watched Corey Ray, Ray and since, Brendan McKay. Since I, since I was God younger. I didn't, dang. I didn't say how much younger. I mean, like, okay. So he I made said, it sound like since, since I was a kid and watched <laughs> uh, Luke Smith I pitch. To, I used to go, like, I in, in high school like is when I kind of – I really started to – become a huge fan of Louisville baseball yeah when I was uh, young we went to Cardinal Stadium (laughs) to watch Louisville baseball I am am 22 years old I'm 20 years older than you well that I can't help you I can't help you there boomer but um not a boomer really just um I mean it was great it was um awesome to be able to work with um the people up there and look over and see Sean Moth in the other booth and then uh, the ACC Network in, in the other one. So it was a good experience. And um, I, there, I'll be doing another Louisville sport here in the next probably two or three weeks for field hockey, doing their field hockey season. So um, I mean, just really blessed, very thankful. So I'm just trying to continue to make the most out of every opportunity. Well, that, that, you did a great job. Like I told you afterwards, uh, you definitely, out of all the sports, I've heard you announce – Baseball feels like the most – it may not feel natural to you, but when I hey, hear it's you – It's probably the most natural field. I was going to say, I, I hear ba- – I don't hear basketball announcer. I don't – and that's not a knock to you. And I'm not, like, talking crap, like, uh, you shouldn't be that. But, <laughs> like, when when I heard you do the baseball game, you sounded the most comfortable. You sounded the most confident. And uh, I really – gosh dang it, Luke. I really enjoy a wild pitch there. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, Luke. Yeah, I'm sorry. Luke? Yeah, I'm – Georgia Tech and Louisville are in the bottom of the first inning here while we wrap up the podcast. We'll start and wrap up the podcast. And uh, Luke has been dealing <laughs> so far you, one inning. You got nothing to say, uh, Joe? Two-thirds of an inning. No, I'm good, man. He, he was talking about you referring to your best friend on the mound there. Yeah. 
Oh, you just didn't want to. You didn't want to be superstitious and bring it up while. while I'm not very superstitious, so I'm just a little stitious. All right, Michael Scott. (laughs) A little stitious, but Luke looking decent so far on the first. He just threw a wild pitch though, so that's not that's not the best. All right. Uh, Well, we got a tie ball game, and I'm going to stop talking because I am superstitious. Yep. And uh, we'll leave that behind. But we're still going to talk. This is apropos because we are about to head into the Louisville baseball portion of the show uh they as i said we're zero and one when we have a csd member behind the mic because louisville lost a head scratcher to moorhead state uh on on tuesday night what i found the most interesting sean was the reaction on twitter now normally we we only get the skies falling global <laughs> meltdown for men's basketball in football, I've not really seen it so much in women's basketball. Maybe I just don't follow the right people, uh, or maybe I do follow the, the right, right people. people. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I don't see that so much. But sh- is it a compliment actually seeing the the fans uh, act like the sky's falling because of the way the baseball team? I mean, seven and three so far, not horrible. Uh, one and one against the top ten. Right, we that's the only we played. Who do we play at the beginning? Of, no, this is our first. This is our first ranks uh, rank series. So should it? How 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 would you take that? I mean, I kind of a compliment to me because it shows that more and more coordination is carrying. And when you have a sport like baseball, because I will say this: ten years ago, uh, when I started going when, to when games, Dalton was younger, when when Dalton was a baby, when I was uh, twelve years old, <laughs> when. When I started going to, and it may have even been longer than 10 years ago, Sean, uh, when I started going consistently to games at Jim Patterson, the fan base was not that big. The, the, the attending fan base was not that big. You had probably about 1,100 people on a regular basis. And we, uh, I have a towel over there from like the first big super regional that, uh, that really showed our our attendance flex. That was the uh, I want to say Kennesaw State Super. We hosted Kennesaw State. Funkhauser pitched. Mm-hmm. The birdies pitched, and that was kind of like a turning point for me as far as seeing the fans show up and show out. So how did you? Because t- I thought it was rather unusual to see people crap talking Dan McDonald and the baseball <laughs> team on the Twitter. Well, I think it's just we've gotten spoiled with how great the baseball team usually is. I, that's the only thing I can come up with. And, and it is the fact that the fan base has grown because they're maybe the most consistently great team outside of women, well, no, with women's basketball at Louisville right now. Because football's up and down, been up and down. Basketball, of course, with all the NCAA stuff. It's So right now it's them and Louisville women's basketball that are the two like consistent winners. So when you see your consistent winner, your one, one of your consistent winners struggling, obviously you're gonna maybe overreact a little bit, especially when everybody else is struggling. Yeah, they, they, you hit the head right on the nail, uh, the nail right on the head there too. The women's basketball team and the baseball team are the most consistent teams on campus right now, uh, and that's not that's not a knock against the other teams. Like with football, uh, it it takes a while for. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of red shirting in football, a lot of development that needs to be done. So that's not going to be, unless you're Alabama or Clemson, that's not a reload and repeat every year sport. And 
I still feel like we're in the uh, – I'm still willing to give Coach Mack a little bit more time before I start freaking out about him because we're still in the infancy of his tenure here well, at Louisville. And, and COVID yes. has dominated half – two out of the four – COVID and you had your Is this his fourth or third season? This is his – I think it's third, isn't it? Third. So yeah. more than half of his uh, – residency here i mean his his tenure here you want me he's had covid or not he's had COVID. good god covid has been a hindrance overall Hinder- that, and the recruiting cloud the recruiting the recruiting cloud and this year the injury to malik killed it because we were thinking coming in the year we're going to have malik and then right before the season started he's hurt and then it's like, well, now we got a now we got a red shirt freshman we're probably gonna have to start and we got a I'm bunch re- of freshmen we're starting. I mean What I'm happens first, like, Sam, what happens first? Does COVID end or do the allegation clouds leave? Neither. Um COVID ends. <laughs> but I, I'm re- I'm reserving my judgment on Coach Mack until um he gets me a, a solid point guard into Louisville. That's because fair. his first three years have all been Grad transfer point guards, and that they can't be easy Mm-mm. to to run a system and have to start over teaching it to a, a new point guard every year. So until he could have until I until he gets a, a point guard in here that's here for more than two year uh, more than a year, um, I reserve to. J- that would be pass next judgment. year. <laughs> yeah, you have the right to reserve uh, your judgment, and, and that's something else I want to say. I, I don't think I've seen enough of him overall to be able to say, oh, he's a great coach. Oh, he's a horrible coach. Um, he's a mediocre coach. And I know so many, even in our group chat, and I won't name any names because that's just not how I do business. <laughs> but four games into his first season, I hate Coach Mack. I hate his offense. I hate his style. I hate the way. And it just have hung on to that ever since. And it's not anybody here at the table. Uh, but just like, these are kids playing sports for our enjoyment. For actually, not even they don't they could care less whether they're playing for our enjoyment. They're trying to get their college education. They're trying to go pro. They're trying to better themselves. And I don't know any player that goes out there and is like, man, I think I want to lay an egg today. No, they all give their best, and that's why I try not to single out anybody individually. Uh, I try not to judge anybody. I just try to watch sports and have a good time because that's what. The, are we going to win every game? No. Are we going to lose? Yes. So just have fun. Watch the sports, especially during the pandemic. This has been a bright spot for us. Win or loss. I've, I've really found myself this year not getting as upset over losses as I have normal years because it could, we could just – we've seen it. Louisville fans have seen it the last couple months. We could just not have games that week. And we could just be sitting around bored waiting to figure out when we're going to play again. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is, but I just wanted to see how you how you took the increased uh, poop talking on, on Twitter as far as Dan McDonald and the squad. Yeah, that, that's, that's all it is. It's, yeah. it's just people expect this team to be consistently great. They expect them to kind of carry the banner right now until we get uh, back to football. where we need to be in, in basketball and football, yeah. men's basketball and football, which we will. We just got to – it's going to take a little bit. People don't understand how hard these programs have been hit. I'm telling you now, uh, today marks the first day that I see the wheels turning um, 
in uh, women's basketball on Twitter too, because today I saw some tweets that I have not seen before <laughs> uh, about the game today and uh, w- why we didn't win and we should have won and and uh, criticizing coach Coach Walls. I, I so today um, <laughs> I started to see those wheels start to turn <laughs> for the very very first time. I haven't been on social media so. yet. I believe you. I trust you because I know how our fan base is. I think also though I will say this. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that when the Tennessee job came open, uh, was it before last season? It's been open multiple times. Well, this last time, like it was on. Re- well, right it was before this season, yeah. right? Right before was it before this season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, sometime in the last year, the job came open, and he was telling people behind the scenes he'd take it if it was offered to him, and Tennessee was like, "No, son, we don't, we don't want you." So. That kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because it was kind of like, well, you're only here because they didn't want you. Right. If they wanted you, so I think that has a little bit. To, I'm not how, sure how big of a factor that plays into the fact. But back to baseball, they won the first. They lost to Morehead State. They won game one, very impressive game one win, thirteen to six. They were up. I would like to say eleven to one at one point, and then all of a sudden I started getting. Uh, I went to went to I had a, a doctor's appointment for new eyeglasses during that game, and uh, when I went back to go be seen, we were up like ten to one, eleven to one, and when I come back out, it's eleven to six, like it's really really close, and then we 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 pulled away at the end, uh, and that that really got my hopes up because so far the baseball team, and again I try not to be unfair because a lot of these teams have been through a lot. We're still without eight or nine players Mm. we don't know how that affects the overall chemistry in baseball because baseball is such a peculiar sport but uh we've not really to me anyway and you all can feel free to give your own opinions here i don't feel like we put a full nine innings of work in yet as a team i i feel like Come on, get over, get over. Yeah, it's fair. And that's going to be did he bubble a a catch? I think he bobbled And that's another run scored. Yeah. Louisville's up two to one. The good guys are up. But um but that that gave me a lot of hope. But Louisville has has looked like they have gassed out about five or six innings in every game to me so far. Um so I don't know if that's cause for concern. I don't know. It's still early in the season, as Dalton pointed out on Twitter to multiple people. Uh but to Yesterday it was a different story, man. We got absolute slapped from one end of the baseball field to the other. Lost nineteen to six. Yeah, we took as good of a. That's that that was the proverbial got taken to the shed and got a good old butt whooping. Uh, and th- that game was never close. There was never hope in that game, even when the even when earlier in the game, I, th- I want to say it was like the third or fourth inning. We had the bases loaded with no outs, and it looked like we might be getting ready to turn the corner. They shut the door. It was it, that wasn't uh, it wasn't even close. So I'm not really sure what to take of this little what my take on this Louisville baseball team is yet. Uh, we have the players, we have the talent, uh, the pitching. As me and you were, uh, as we were talking about before the show, that's where the that's where the real worry is mm. for me because, like I said, the pitchers have. And thank goodness, you know, Luke's getting an extended rest here because this inning is going on. Uh, They're making this guy work. <laughs> yeah, which normally means you're having a very good offensive inning when, when your pitcher gets the rest, like Luke's rest, and maybe he'll be able to get everything back in order and, and start, fire, you know, dealing fire again. But, you know, 
the results of the season for baseball, they still remain to be seen. Again, this is game three of the series. Uh, Louisville does lead number 12, Georgia Tech. Well, this is the lowest, to be fair also, this is the lowest ranked poll, lowest ranked that I've seen both us and them ranked. And in one poll, we're third and they're sixth. So this is a proverbial top ten. I think if you average them all out, this is a top ten matchup. And so far, we're even if we lose today, I think we fared very well against them. Uh, with with win, uh, which I, I don't think we will lose today. Normally, when we start off hot like this, we can't we can't pull that dub out. But uh, this is game three of that series. Sean, do you do you have any idea what the schedule uh, in baseball looks like for this upcoming week? Because uh, I didn't ask you to get that prepared. Uh, that just hit my head right now, and I didn't I didn't write again. I was in the process of writing the show. I had a little emergency I had to take care of this morning. I got you. So, yeah. See, in the business, Sean, that's called, like, stalling. So, you can have your – I got uh, – I'm pretty sure Murray State is the midday. And then we have – we open up ACC play at home. It should be Boston College, if I remember correctly, from the reads earlier this week. Boston College. That's right. He's right. There you go. This has to got to announce the game. He thanks. I only had to announce it three times that they were playing <laughs> Boston College as the home opener. So there you Come go. On. Well, then I didn't need to stall for Sean. He looked over there like a you you Sean. Look, and I wanted to kind of give him a little bit of time to see if he knew, but I didn't he, he looked like no. a deer in the headlights right there. And I did put him on the spot because I was in the middle of writing that down in my notes when uh, when the 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 events of this morning unfolded, where I had to rush out and just drop what I was doing to take care of some business. But uh, nevertheless, so we'll have a better feel of this baseball team, I think, in in, in a few weeks. Uh, as far as – so th- that's pretty much – that's the show for today. Uh, we, we are going to have a selection Sunday slash Monday show, but we're not sure what it was going to be or when it is going to be. Uh, we're going to have to check our schedules and, and make I would sh- like to contribute one thing to the show. Well, I've been waiting all day for you to contribute. <laughs> so, uh, you Other see on Twitter that Dana Evans, Haley Van Lith, and Kiana Smith were all named first team all tournament. And uh, the two referees that sent Alyssa Kunay they were the, the other two on every other um, every other play will we'll also uh, we'll also made. Yeah, they the, uh, they were the center team. and power forward on the <laughs> first. Team. Yeah, they were the center, the center of the game more than likely. <laughs> the spotlight was fu- okay. So we got all right. So right now, as as we're about to end the show, it is top of the second. We're heading to the top of the second or bottom of the second, I think. Bottom. And it's thanks, Sean. It is two to one, Louisville. We will uh, keep you updated on Twitter as far as the baseball game is concerned. Does before I wrap up the show, does anybody have anything else that they want to uh, speak on, Sean? Not this time. Not this I've time. Said, I've said everything I'm I need to say. I'm Sean. Not this time. Just wear your mask. No, this isn't the last word, Sean. Sean. Gosh dang it. Any other topics? Topics? I'm just saying anything else. Did did I pretty much, even though I was in extreme duress this morning. You covered covered everything. Sam? No, I'm good right now, bro. I'm Sean. (laughs) We're all good, bro. (laughs) That's my impersonations of them. Joey, do you have anything you want to, I mean, you haven't said anything all day. No, I just woke up before this started, so. (laughs) I'm That's still fair. shaking the cobwebs off. That's fair, Dalton. I plead the fifth. And he's going to take a fifth of I don't know what. But uh, shout out again to all of our fine Rubbing spots. Rubbing alcohol. <laughs> we may need some bleach for our eyes here in a few seconds if this game gets out of hand. But 
We want to say thanks to our, our, our fine sponsors, the Jamon Brown Foundation, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs Beer Lounge, Custom Multicades, Fitness Market. And uh, the season's about to start up, so I'll start mentioning them. Rob Black out at Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. It's almost summertime. It's almost mowing time. Get in touch with him. He will take care of your yard needs. Uh, again, we're working on more sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, Give us a call, 502-694-037, or hit us on social media uh, on Twitter. You can find us at Card Sport Zone uh, on Facebook. Hit that uh, like button. Make a Facebook official. It's Cardinal Sport Zone 3. Separate words. Our Instagram and Twitter are the same. Uh, you can find the podcast every day every hour every week you can find us on all the podcast avenues apple itunes buzzsprout spotify stitcher tune in google amazon music and iheart podcast hit subscribe now if you haven't listened to all the episodes of the cardinal sports zone podcast go back check them all out go to cardinalsportszone.com hit the podcast tab go to csc podcast on the drop down menu and you can listen to all of our radio endeavors that we've went into so far. Sean is in many of them. Uh, he was a producer for Live of 55. He called in, and I made fun of him on the CSE on 93.9, I'm sure. Uh, check them all out. We've got all of our uh, old episodes there uh, at cardinalsportzone.com. Speaking of that, you can check out our exclusives on players. Uh, again, Sam had the Mikasa Robinson one uh, drop. Last week, uh, Dalton has had many, uh, Coach Brewer, Coach Dennison. I know I'm leaving somebody out, but he's had a lot of great exclusives too. We got one we're working on, uh, hopefully that we're going to get to this week that I know he's excited for, and I am too. Uh, but again, you can check those out at cardinalsportzone.com, the place that all begin. Shout out to everyone who is out there sharing the podcast. We do appreciate the love. Uh, if you have any ideas or suggestions about guests, Shoot us a DM. Uh, individually, I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. I'm at Elville Sean. Baseboy124. Joe Woman 526 Deepens underscore. Deepens underscore. Again, we got Selection Sunday coming up. Um, interesting to see the draw that we have. Excited to see how the season plays out. And you never are you never do like to hear the uh oh wait till next year type deal but i really think we we it's, as far as men's basketball are concerned i think we have bright days ahead of us i'm hoping sometime in the next 4 months we get our NCAA fate and that clouds away if coach mac can here's what i want to say to all the naysayers and the fire coach mac guys out there we have recruited a top class every year he's been here we were on the verge of having Jay Scrub, which would have made this year's, which we wouldn't have had. We discussed that before. We think that would have squeezed Carleek out. But recruiting class-wise. This year's class is better than that. Whatever absolutely. The, the, like whatever, expo that whatever that class was with DJ, it's better. Exponentially better, I believe. I agree yes, with you there. 100%. Um, so I'm, the, 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 Louisville bas the future of Louisville basketball on both sides uh, men's and women's it, it, is bright, but I am, I, I've never, I've always made fun of this, the next year people. So I'm going to reserve that for a little bit later, but I am super excited 
to see what what the future you can holds. Also, get guys back. Don't forget that. I'm not saying Carlique will come back. I'm just saying he has the opportunity. Okay, so I'm saying chooses. no shot. We get DJ back. Oh, he's gone. Carlique's the fifty fifty, and I think Malik comes back. Menlin's gone, right? No doubt. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't. See, you forget a, about Menlin. Here's the thing about it. Menlin did not play yesterday. Else. Mac only played six guys, and as much as I want to think, you know, okay. Um, it's easier said than done to come back from a uh, a major knee surgery and uh, try to get your legs under you in the middle of the season easy. to try to get to where you're back in playing shape. That's the Malik struggle. Yeah, and he he hasn't he's barely ever played with these guys. But even when he has come in, it's just he's just been such a non-factor in my opinion. Which I, I'm not saying that that's not because of see, uh, some underlying issues that I just mentioned, but. It's it hasn't been very you know encouraging when he has been on the court. No, and it could be a situation again. There's the, everybody that's been bleeping all over Aiden had no idea what he we knew, but they had no idea what was going on with him. The underlying issues and it was just yeah, he's not playing that much. He sucks. No, there there could be re- and there could be a reason why. Trust me, I've been through knee surgery before. It's not fun. It you don't. You're not ready to go as soon as they say you're ready to go. Amen to that. Um, so he he may be given his still given his 100 percent, and it may not be 100 percent. We don't know. That's why I don't like to judge him anyway, because you you only one person can judge you, and it sure ain't Jeremy Woman. Um, I can critique you, but I'm you know I'm not going to judge you for anything. So we have we don't know really, uh, but yeah, I, you know you forget that guy. Even though Carleek was. Immediately came up in my head is that maybe he'll come back next year. Completely forgot about Menlin. Um, and between, I'm also going to say between Nickelberry and Aiden, I think one of those guys transfers out. I'm not sure which one, uh, but I believe one of those guys do leave as well. Uh, B Sims working on. A, a, we're supposed to talk later in the week about the new intro and outro, so that'll be cool. Georgia Tech just ties up the ball game. This is just – this is a hot mess, and this is what I'm talking about. Is as, as good of a pitcher as we have there on the mound, like, we just cannot. I saw why it was a good hit, though. That was a high No, that was a great ball. hit because, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> he, hit it, it was pitched high, and he hit it high. Look right. at where it's at. It's in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, and right here is like, – look how high it, up, high it is in the air. And the guy don't have a chance to 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 catch it, but um, but nevertheless. So new theme song we got in the works. Any last words from you, Sean? I don't really have anything today. Unfucking believable. No, something else. Give me something original. No, okay, that's it. Uh, wear a mask from Sean. All right, Sam. Uh, I want to second that. Um, I see states over here opening up. My God. Um, Completely not, not transitioning. Yeah. Just full bone, full bl- full bone, and full blown. <laughs> just licking doorknobs, shaking hands, kissing babies types just from day one. I don't care what your thoughts are about their states opening up and ours not opening up yet. Just wear a mask just for, the t- for a little bit longer. We've been doing it so long. Let's try and do it for a little bit longer so we don't have to ever go through this again in our lifetimes. Almost a full year to the day. Yeah. We got a couple weeks left, but yeah, almost a full year. Joey? Have your pets better neutered. <laughs> Man, a few words today. And Dalton? I played the fifth once again. 
he's going to plead the fifth again. I'm going to plead that it's time to go. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Selah Brown harder. And this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast.